Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host today. Today, we are looking at one of the most famous verses in the Bible. You might have this verse tattooed on your arm, or maybe your parents have this verse hanging in their home, or maybe you've given someone a card with this verse on it. And here is the verse that we are looking at today, and it is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Isn't that so beautiful? Even as I read it, I feel like I'm taking a deep breath in. Wow, plans to give me hope and a future. This is an amazing verse. This is one of the most hope-filled verses in all of the Bible. And while this verse gives us great hope, there are times that you and I might be tempted to have this verse say what it's actually not saying. You see, it's easy for us to look at this verse and think that this is a promise of a perfect life, a life free from suffering or dashed hopes. These are the plans that we have for us. These are the hopes that we have. This is the perspective that we have when it comes to the kind of future that we want. But God doesn't actually say that in this verse. He doesn't say, I'll give you the plans that you hope for. He offers us something so much bigger and so much better. He helps shift our perspective by reminding us that he knows the plans. In fact, as we look at this verse and we look at the context surrounding this beautiful, hope-filled verse, we actually see that Jeremiah was a prophet writing to the Israelite nation. And he's writing during one of the most turbulent times in Israel's history. They had been taken captive and they were living in a foreign land. And in fact, Jeremiah 29, 4 through 6 says this, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses, settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they may too have sons and daughters. Increase in numbers there, do not decrease. In other words, what this verse is saying is, hey, Israel, you're going to be here for a while. In fact, verse 10 says specifically that they're going to be in captivity for 70 years years. Here's what Jeremiah says in verse 10 through 14. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. This is where the famous, most hopeful verse comes in. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. 
I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. The Israelites, they heard this amazing promise of Jeremiah 29, 11, in the midst of a reality that was really hard. I can't help but imagine that this is not the news that the Israelites wanted to hear. If I was one of the Israelites, I would be begging God to rescue me as quick as possible. I wonder if they hoped that when they heard this news from Jeremiah, from the Lord, that it was going to be a word of rescue right away. I wonder if they hoped to hear, good news, Israel, you are going home today. Your suffering is going to end soon. But they actually heard that they're going to be there for a while. They hear that God will rescue them, but not for another 70 years. And it's in the midst of this reality that we get one of the most hope-filled, beautiful verses in all of the Bible. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. How can this verse be true while they're in the midst of suffering that seems like it's here to stay? Have you ever felt like the Israelites were probably feeling at this moment? Maybe you are filled with more questions and heartache than answers or hope. You know, in today's reading, J.I. Packer poses some questions that perhaps you've wrestled with. Questions like, what are we made for? What aim should we set ourselves in life? What is the eternal life that Jesus gives? What is the best thing in life, bringing more joy, delight, and contentment than anything else? And the answer to all of these questions is to know God. J.I. Packer continues and says this in today's reading, this proves at once a foundation, a shape, and a goal for our lives, plus a principle of priorities and a scale of values. What he's saying is this actually shifts our perspective. In this verse, God is actually elevating the Israelites' perspective. They may have been tempted to look at their situation and think hope is lost. But God sees the whole picture. He assures them that even if they can't see it, he knows the plans that he has for them. And these are good plans. I heard my brother preach a message on this verse a few years back, and he said this, and it has so stayed with me. It's not a promise that God will keep you from suffering. It's a promise that he will keep you through suffering. Are you in the midst of suffering today? Are you in the midst of disappointment? What if you allowed God to shift your perspective? You see, eventually God, he did rescue his people. He gave them a glorious future by raising up the Messiah, the savior of the world through their people. And for those of us who have a relationship with Jesus, if we are children of God, then we have hope in a future, not just in this life, but in the life to come. What if we were a people? that embrace this beautiful, hope-filled verse, but not how we think life should go, how we believe a hope and a future should be, but instead actually shifting our perspective to trust the God who knows the plans that he has for us. 
What if we shifted our perspective to know that it's not a promise that God will keep us from suffering. It's a promise that God will keep us through suffering. That no matter what's going on around us, we can have this hope because we trust the God who knows and holds our future. And we believe that it is good because we believe that he is good. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you that you are the God who has a bigger perspective than we ever will. And so I pray that you would help us shift our perspective today to remember that no matter what's going on around us, we can believe Jeremiah 29 11 is true and that you do have good things in store for us. Lord, thank you for being with us in the midst of suffering. Thank you for promising us a beautiful future. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.